not to cut you off, but we might want to cut you off. We might want to keep progressing. We, we got two more to do. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hi everyone, welcome to God's Word with Friends, a podcast from Gospel Center Missionary Church in South Bend, Indiana. We're glad that you've joined us, and with me today is Missy and Pastor Jim. There's Tara. There's Pastor Ben. And my name is John Reynas, and we're glad that you've joined us. If you're on the go, thanks for listening. If you happen to have a minute to sit, you may want to open your Bible or Bible app to today's passage, which is 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 18 through 19. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 18 through 19. And before we read the passage, let's pray together. And Jim, would you open us in prayer? Sure, let's pray. We thank you, Lord, for this chance we have to get together with friends. And we thank you that uh, you've given us your word that we can study. And we recognize, Lord, that no matter how much we study it, it still, to a point, is a mystery to us. Because you have so much to tell us. And on today, I pray as, as we look into this particular passage, that you would help us to understand what you have for us. And I pray that you would help us to apply that to our lives, that we would, you, that your name would be glorified by all we do and say. For it's in that name we pray. Amen. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 18 and 19. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the intelligence of the intelligent I will frustrate. Today, we want you to understand that you have to understand the cross to understand Christianity. You have to understand the cross to understand Christianity. And so, to get us started, I'm curious, have you ever seen something that you couldn't believe? You just, you really couldn't believe you were witnessing it and seeing it happen, or maybe you really wondered if it was even true or real. When our son was battling cancer, um, we were at the University of Chicago, and one of his doctors arranged for him to be the ball boy for the Chicago Bulls. And Michael Jordan has unbelievable moves that you can't believe are human. And it was so fun to be there up close and seeing it in person. It was amazing. Mm. Did I steal yours? No. Okay. <laughs> you all know that I, I like magic. And, no. Uh, and when we were in um, uh, Branson one time, we went to see Kirby Van Birch, who has a show down there. And he pulled a motorcycle up. He drove a motorcycle up on stage. He drove it onto this platform. They lifted the motorcycle up with him on it. And he's revving the engine. And they drop this curtain. And then the whole thing just drops. It's gone. And then he's right next to us going with the motorcycle. That, I said, I know how those things are supposed to work. But that was pretty impressive. <laughs> I, you know, that was really neat. Have you figured that one out? I kind of know what, how I did it, yeah, but it was, it's still amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, my, mine is when I, I spent a summer out in Colorado, and I'd never seen the mountains before. I, I saw the Appalachian Mountains, or the Appalachian Hills, uh, but going out to the Rocky Mountains and, like, driving up and seeing it, like, I felt like I was living in a painting all summer. Like, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. I'm like... That is literally on the horizon, that, that mountain peak with that snow on it. And I just remember that being a summer of just, I just couldn't believe it. I mean, I wake up and look out the window, I'm like, no, 
It's not real. <laughs> so, someone has a green screen or a painting hung up somewhere because that's too beautiful. One of the coolest things I've ever seen, um, you know, I've heard people tell stories of being like on the outside of a rain cloud, but mm -hmm. that just the concept of that didn't, you know, like I, I get it's a thing, but it just seems weird. But uh, um, last fall I was driving through Kentucky and we were on the outside of a rain cloud. Like we saw like just this big wall of pouring rain and we drove right into it and then we drove right out of it just like oh, that. Yeah. And it was just, it was neat. <laughs> what? Well, as you guys know, we have uh, have a tree being taken out of our backyard, and it's been a long process. Still? <laughs> yes, yeah. Most of the tree is gone, but because of power lines, um, there's still a portion of tree there. Is that what you can't believe, how long it's taken? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> we'll make some phone calls later today to see if we can't speed that up. But anyway, the uh, at one point, they had cut you know, a major portion off the trunk of the tree because the tree went in two directions. And so they took off the one major section and they had one rope around it. And then to watch it go over your house when it weighs, you know, 2,000 pounds or something. In fact, my family had just uh, come back. They had been at, at my in-law's house uh, because we were out of power at that moment. And they came back and I said, all right, if you guys are in the house, you have to go to the basement because if that thing falls... It is going not just through the roof. It is coming down. I don't know how far, but it was gigantic. And, and there it's just floating in the air up over my house as they craned it over the top of the house. And it's one of those things that is like, I don't know if I want to see this yeah. <laughs> or believe it, that it's happening. But today we want to remind people that you have to understand the cross to understand Christianity. And you have to see the cross and see it for what it is. And it's interesting in this passage, it says, for the message of the cross is foolishness. And I thought maybe we'd just start there. Why is the cross foolishness? And it says, to those who are perishing. Any thoughts? When I, uh, when I was a kid, I was maybe seven or eight, um, I heard a pastor say, no, I, couldn't, I can't tell you what the rest of his message was about, but he said, you can't expect a non-Christian to act like a Christian and that stuck with me my whole life and I, I've known that it's I, I've seen it to be very true um, because the lens in which we're looking through is just so different and if you don't have that lens of the cross like you don't live life the same mm -hmm. well if we, if we look at if at, at a magic trick we can figure out how things work but how did the cross work I mean Jesus had to come and face the cross although he was perfect in every way he had to be crucified as a criminal on the cross so that we who are criminals would not face death. That whole thing is just... Backwards. It's, 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 it's so backwards, right? That, um, that he got what we deserved so that we get what he deserves, which is eternal life. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Why would somebody do that? I, I would die for my wife. I'd probably die for any of you people. But, uh, but generally, people don't die for other people. And Jesus died for us. And not just us who are his good friends, us who are his enemies. That's, that's weird stuff right there. I mean, it's the cross is like... You know, the cross is like a, the defining moment of Jesus. Like, there's a lot of people who say he's a good teacher. 
and they look at his teachings and they're like, yeah, these, these teachings make sense. Um, they look at what he did and they say, well, he was a social justice warrior and, and that makes sense to interpret him that way. Um, not the way we call social justice now, but anyways, I digress. Um, but the cross really comes to a, a supernatural exchange that, as Jim said, is very paradoxical. It doesn't make sense. But once you have faith and you believe, it makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. And it changes, like Tara says, it changes everything and how you see the world. And it's just foolishness to those who don't know it. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to the world. No. I think it's hard, too, because to, to really understand the fullness and the power of the cross, you have to understand and admit that you are in the wrong, that you're a sinner. And a lot of people don't like to admit those things about themselves. Um, yeah. Or that, you know, the, the things that they, the way they live their life or, or things like that, they don't want to admit that is sin. Well, and I think when we talk about the cross, the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. Um, we have to realize that, too, not only is it the cross of Christ, but then it should mean that we live life in a way that doesn't necessarily make sense to the world because we take up our cross and follow Jesus. Yeah. And so um, it means we forgive people who don't deserve being forgiven. Mm -hmm. And we love people maybe who aren't loving. And we we should do things opposite of what the world would expect. Yeah. And, it, and God says, I'll destroy the wisdom of the wise. Wisdom tells us, worldly wisdom tells us, if somebody, you know, it's not like the golden rule. Worldly wisdom says, do unto others before they do it to you. Um, but godly wisdom says, do unto others as you would want them to do to you. Well, that doesn't make a lot of sense to, to the lost world. So he says, I'll destroy the wisdom of the wise. The cross destroys the wisdom of the wise. The cross destroys the intelligence of the intelligent. It frustrates them because they say, this... This is how things should work out. But God says, no, this is how things did work out. So that we could have what we don't deserve. And boy, that's amazing stuff when you talk about the cross. Because if you deny the cross, you have to deny, like, you, you then, are, I think, you, you are led to deny things like the resurrection. Mm -hmm. Or, like, because, I mean, to me, the cross, like, the suffering and the death of Christ are like a, a package. Mm -hmm. And if you deny the resurrection then you're, you're, you're denying a whole bunch of supernatural of what God is. And I think, that, isn't that what, isn't that something about having faith the size of a mustard seed? Something to that effect that if you don't have that faith in what Christ did on the cross and who he is and the meaning of it, it really slants the way you perceive the world. Jim's mother became a Christian late in life. And growing up, and um, most of her life she wore crosses a lot of times, real beautiful crosses. But after she became a Christian, she says, I want a real cross. And I said, what do you mean a real cross? And she says, I want it made out of wood. And so we happened to have one that a prisoner had made us and gave it to her. And she never took it off. And when she died, she was wearing it. So now I have it hanging on a picture of Jesus in my house. And isn't that the paradox right there? The world would have gold. You see big, yeah. flashy gold crosses, but the cross yes. that meant the most to her yeah. was a simple wooden one uh -huh. that she thought represented Jesus. I mean, that's... We sing a song, The Wonderful Cross. Mm -hmm. The Wonderful Cross. 
on that crucifixion day, most people had looked at that and said that cross isn't very wonderful. For the Romans, that cr crosses weren't wonderful. They were, they were horrible, uh, destructive things. But it's a wonderful cross because through that cross we have forgiveness of our sins. And so that's why it's the power of God for those who are, those who are being saved. I mean, that's, that's our focal point. We see a cross and we see it from a completely different perspective than the world sees a cross. It's, not, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a point of our faith. It's not just mm -hmm. a, a piece of jewelry. Well, today we want to remind people that you have to understand the cross to understand Christianity. Because there is no Christianity apart from the cross of Christ. And that really is the turning point. And so we pray that you see the cross of Christ for what it is, the power of God for the salvation of everyone who will believe. And so you have to understand the cross to understand Christianity. Thanks for listening today. God bless. I don't know how long it was.